Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. I know a lot of people have thought about taking that trip of their dreams and combining it with a great sporting event. Well, now there's a company that can help you make those dreams a reality. I'm talking about Atlanta Sports Trips, which is up and running, and it's my personal passion project. My goal was to come up with a plan where we could put together four- and five-star luxury travel with all the games you would like to see in person with meet-and-greets, player interaction, tailgates, food, great drinks, You name it, you want the whole process done for you, that's where Atlanta Sports Trips will come into play. You can check out the website at atlsportstrips.com. On the website, you will see three trips up and available for you right now. A Bravos playoff trip in October. Wherever the world champs go, that's where we're going to follow with hotel, game tickets, a meet and greet. Everything taken care of for you, and all you need to do is place a $99 fully refundable deposit. If the games and the trip don't happen, you will get that deposit refunded to you. We've also got a Georgia-Kentucky trip available for late November that's going to include game tickets, a distillery tour, a meet-and-greet, tailgates. Again, a $99 deposit, fully refundable before September 30th, is waiting for you at Atlanta Sports Trips. You can go to the website atlsportstrips.com to make that deposit today. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Matlana. I would be Matt or Matlana. I didn't give myself the nickname. I earned the nickname. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to this week's edition of Welcome to Matlana. So we've kind of made this a habit, it seems like, the last couple of years as the Braves get ready to embark on the postseason. We're always lucky to to, uh, talk to the man who is behind the microphone, the voice of the Braves on the Atlanta Braves radio network, our friend and pal Ben Ingram, kind enough to join us on this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. Ben, it has become a nice little habit. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing outstanding, and um, even better now that we have these five days off to relax a little bit. I uh, I texted you, and I meant it when I, <laughs> I sent you the text. I loved the line at the end of the Mets series when the Braves had swept the Sunday night game, and I hope I got it right, but when you come at the Kings, you better not miss. That was, I think that summed it up to a T, because that series felt like an NLCS, or it felt like a playoff series at the end of a regular season, like something I can't remember. That's exactly what it felt like. When we got home from Washington the trip before, and it's that first game of the Mets series, I turned to Joe. I said, I, I feel like this, the regular season ended in Washington, and this is round one of the postseason. That's how big it was, and that's as big of a regular season series as I can possibly remember. And to see it come down to those three games and needing to sweep those guys, I think you'd agree with me, Matt. I think when you look at this division, you consider everybody a rival. You want to beat Miami and Philly and Washington. But to me, the biggest Braves rival is the Mets. And for it to come down to that against those guys in your building and sweeping them and beating their top three pitchers, that's legendary stuff. We're going to be talking about that for a long time. I don't care what happens in the postseason. I think we'll always remember the sweep in in Atlanta over the Mets. That's to finish the 2022 season that gave the Braves the division. That's some legendary stuff right there. No, I would agree. And to add a couple of layers to it, right, they're trying to take what the Braves have had, and that's control over the division. They have this 
billionaire owner. They went out and spent big in the offseason, and they lined up, as you said, DeGrom, Scherzer, and then Bassett, who kind of gets lost in the shuffle, but he's really good. And they had circled that series for weeks and weeks, too, to set things up to win one game and win the division, and they could. The emotion and the, the ballpark, that was, like you said, that was legendary stuff for a regular season series. It really was, and um, and I just love the fact that you're able to to take from them what they thought was theirs the entire summer. <laughs> yep. And and I don't I, I don't blame them for feeling that way. I mean, like you said, Cohen spends a ton of money. They bring in Max Scherzer. They add to their roster. They've got a really really good ball club. They've got a good manager, and they played their best season in years. I mean, go out there and win 101 games. I know they won the pennant in 2015, but this was a better regular season for them uh, than that season, and it's their best year, I'd say, regular season-wise since probably 1988. That was a really good ball club uh, that bowed out to the Dodgers that year in the postseason. But that team and that fan base had the best summer they've had in a long time, and when did they get to enjoy it, Matt? I mean, they had the Braves in the rearview mirror the entire way, and I'm, I'm sure they were paranoid. And for the Braves to do what they did at the very last moment, it, it just, um, I'm sure it ripped their heart out for the regular season. Now, I think if you get to see them for the postseason, it'll be, um, it, it'll feel like playing a team that has got a second chance. I know that they can. They would feel like they have an opportunity to to make right what was wrong in the regular season with the best of seven in the NLCS versus the Braves. But I, I would imagine baseball is licking their chops at the different uh, matchups that we could see in the National League. I think whether it's Dodgers, Braves, uh, Mets, Braves, Cardinals, Dodgers, they've got to be thrilled with any of those scenarios. And I just hope that the Braves get an opportunity to get back there, whether they face the Mets or the Dodgers. Yeah, and as we're recording this on Friday, the wild card series will begin today. And, and Ben, that's one thing before we get into the Braves. It's kind of fascinating to see how the Braves and Mets will respond after that series. For the Braves, I think the time off is so critical because that was an emotional three-game, you know, took a lot out of them, and you saw that in the beginning of the, the Miami series. So they get a chance to reset. The Mets, I guess I can spin it to a positive. Had that been any other postseason-type series, well, they're off playing golf for the, for the winner. They get a chance to reset, and as you said, right what went wrong and – like, I'm going to be fascinated to see how the two teams react off of that three games. I do, too. And let's start with the Braves. When we were down in Miami, I mean, you knew you needed just one win, and they got that in that second game. I had the same conversation with Spencer Strider, with Kyle Wright, uh, with Brian Snitker, with Kevin Seitzer, just asking different guys about what these five days off will be. And all of them just overwhelmingly gushed at the thought of having five days off, knowing how bad they need the rest. Snit told me that he emphasized what that rest will mean for the bullpen. He said he felt pretty good about their starters, uh, but he had really been – uh, pushing the relievers hard, and rightfully so, to win those three ball games in New York and then the, the second game in Miami to win the thing. But he said that's going to be huge for um, for the bullpen. And, and I feel like it's, it's huge for your starters, too, because it gives you an opportunity to continue to rest up Spencer Strider, who I maintain you need for the postseason if you're going to get back to the World Series, do what you did last year. So it gives you a really good shot at a good run in October, getting that extra rest. For the Mets, on the other hand, I was having a conversation with Wayne Randazzo, one of their broadcasters, and he said, when it comes to those five days off, which team do you think needs it more? I said, I think the Braves do because of their pitching. What 
do you think? He said, man, we're, we're so beat up right now that I think it would be the Mets. And I said, well, any team would feel that way about their ball club. Everybody knows how beat down you are this time of year. I mean, they're trying to get Starling Marte back in there. They're trying to figure some things out with their bullpen as well. I mean, the good news is for them is that Edwin Diaz should be very rested given that he hardly even pitched in the, in the Braves series, which is a beautiful thing. Um, but I think every team, no matter who you are, you're going to be beat up and you're going to say those five days will be all for you. And I'm just glad that the Braves earned that because they certainly need it. So we took the plunge, yes, at the Chernoff house. The big renovations are going on. So it comes down to making the right choices when you want to do some of these renovation projects. And for us... When it came down to flooring and carpet, we wanted to work with a great local company that we know could get the job done. That's why we turned to Peachwood Floor Coverings. I got a chance to meet Ryan Cornell and the great folks from Peachwood. When I say meet them, we got in touch with Ryan. 48 hours later, they came out to our home to start setting up measurements and looking at potential options for flooring and carpeting choices. It was beautiful. I love the process. It was just that easy. And right now, the process can be that easy for you. If you go to peachwoodfloorcoverings.com, you can schedule a consultation. They'll come out to your home. And all this month, if you mention Matt, that's the promo code Matt, they're going to save you 10% on that flooring or carpet installation that you've always wanted. You want it easy, you want the process done quickly, and you want it to look beautiful. We're getting all that done with Peachwood Floor Coverings. Again, go online to peachwoodfloorcoverings.com, or you can call them at 678 935 6901. Peachwood Floor Coverings, big company quality, small company services. Home field advantage exists in baseball. Insurance, too. Your local trusted choice independent insurance agents are active members of your community. They'll always have your back. Find a local auto, home, or business insurance agent at trustedchoice.com. Folks, you just heard from Smoltzy and you heard it from me as well. Clayton Rhodes and the Rhodes Group are my trusted choice for insurance agents. They've been my agent for a long time and they serve all of Metro Atlanta. To get up to 10 auto insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes, visit roads-group.com slash churnoff today. That's roads-group.com slash churnoff. It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daly. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near, and then baseball's around the corner, knock on wood, and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta, you're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. What you're going to find, a craft beer bar, self-serve taps, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-sized screen with a front-row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salad, sandwiches, flatbreads, uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night. TheDailyDraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like Trivia Night, Kids Eat Free Night, and more. TheDailyDraft.net. Go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you. You'll love The Daily Draft. Let me ask you about Spencer Strider because I, I would agree with you that what he brings in whatever role becomes huge. That's the question I have. Let's say Spencer is all clear. He's on the NLDS roster. It would have been more than three and a half weeks between starts. Do they feel confident enough to put him in that rotation, knowing they need four probably in a five-game series because the compressed schedule, or do they start him in the bullpen and use him in a swing role that way? 
Well, I think what they'll do is they'll ask Spencer, and Spencer's going to say, yeah, I'll, I'll be comfortable doing whatever you want me to do. Here's the interesting thing to me. When, when he hasn't gone in three and a half weeks, I think he's going to need a little time to ramp up. Given that it's the best of three out of five, who's to say that you don't use him as a super reliever for this round? Let him go a couple of innings out of the bullpen twice in this round, and if you advance, maybe at that point you feel like he stretched out more than he was, and then you could use him as a starter in a best of seven. In other words, uh, when it comes to how you need to use him, maybe you don't need to use him as a starter in a best of five, but you would in a best of seven, given the demands of the length of the series. Uh, I, I don't know what they're going to do. They've been very quiet about what their intentions are with him. All Snit has told me is that he's been throwing from black ground and that he feels good, and during the five days off, they're going to put him on a mound and see how he looks from there. So I'd imagine by the time the team is working out tomorrow uh, and through the weekend, maybe we'll, it'll be a little bit more transparent exactly what they plan on doing. But I think he would be so valuable uh, in either role. But given that he hasn't pitched in three and a half weeks, I could see them using him. Here's, here's Spencer for the sixth and the seventh. There's Spencer for the seventh and the eighth. You could use him to get six outs, stretch him out, and then come the NLCS he goes back into the rotation because you'd need him at that point. I'll be very curious to see what they do with him. No, and I, I think that role makes a ton of sense. And, and the reason I brought up the compressed schedule in the five-game series, there's only one off day, right? So you would play, uh -huh. and again, for the audience who's hearing this when, when it drops Monday, the Tuesday, Wednesday games one and two, the only off day is the travel day on Thursday, and then you would play Friday, Saturday, Sunday if needed, if you were to go five games. Ben, to your point, you could use him a couple of different times. You could you could call him a starter if you needed to in game four, but use him in an opener role just to go a couple of innings to get the plane off the ground. And to your point, uh -huh. at, that, at that juncture, now he is ready to be ramped up if you do win the round and get to the NLCS. So you could kind of check a couple of boxes. You could, and, and I think eventually you will need him as a starter. I mean, just go back and look at where the Braves were last year, especially for the World Series. I mean, they used Tucker Davidson to start a game. They used Dylan Lee to start right. a game. Yep. So all the guys that you have that can start games, you need them. Maybe you don't need them for the division series as a starter, uh, per se, in the role that he would need five or six innings. Um, but in the rounds beyond that, you certainly need him as an option on the mound for, the, for your starting rotation. So if we talk about the biggest advantage for the Braves, and we saw it in a different capacity year, ago in the postseason to your point they won a world championship in, in a season where they were down to about three starters and after charlie broke his leg two starters which is nuts to think about but it speaks to their depth in their bullpen and i think that's why alex built off that with the kenley move uh, the dylan lee addition to the bullpen has been another piece to that puzzle i heard snit talk about it this week you know we want our starters to go deep but we can live with them getting 15 outs and then mix and match with colin McHugh and dylan lee and, and uh you know minter and matzik and iglesias like they can play that game and win in the postseason they absolutely can and i, I think what you saw them do versus the mets is the blueprint that they would use when it comes to postseason games you were able to get max and kyle and charlie through five and then if, if you have to go to the bullpen at that point and go six, seven, eight, nine, you can do that with the depth that you have. That's the luxury that you have with basically two closers, in my opinion, in Iglesias and, and Kenley. I love using Minter and Iglesias seventh and eighth, and you just playing matchups. If you've if you got a bunch of lefties coming up in the seventh, use Minter. If they're not coming up in the eighth, save them for them, use Iglesias. And you can mix and match the way that you want. And I think the blueprint for the Braves has got to be get five or six out of your start 
starting rotation, and you're a gold with your bullpen. At that point, it becomes a question of how much fuel do they have in the tank once you get into you know, the latter sta- stages of, of a series. So um, I, I really put your starters under the microscope especially Kyle Wright and Charlie Morton. Uh, Kyle just continues to win ball games, but he's been winning down the stretch, even when he's been giving up a decent amount of runs and getting a lot of run support. Charlie, on the other hand, has, has had some, some issues himself, but I fully trust him in the postseason, given that he's been there before. Max is the guy that you know when he goes out there, you need six, maybe even seven innings out of him, uh, just because he can um, but but I'm I'm really excited about the bullpen. I think their bullpen depth is better than it was last year, uh, this time, and, and I think they have a little bit more in, in the tank when it comes to starters than maybe they did, especially for that World Series, like you mentioned, losing Charlie. So, um, to me, that's what it takes to win in the postseason. You've got to have a strong bullpen, and you have got to have base hits with two outs. And this team led the league in, in two out base hits and, and two out base hits with two strikes. Even they led the league in that category as well. Uh, So clutch moments, and and I think they have what it takes, top to bottom, to be as good as they want to be for the postseason. I would agree, and and we neglected even Colin McHugh can get, you know, four outs, five outs in that bullpen to bridge the gap if need be. Uh, Let's talk about the offense. Uh, To your point, they've been great with two outs, but they also do the one thing now in baseball in the postseason, that's hit home runs. Their formula last year was bullpen and hit the ball out of the ballpark, and and they're still built that way to do it again. And, And, Ben, what comforted me was, doing it against DeGrom and doing it against Scherzer and doing it even against Bassett, you're not going to see – I mean, maybe you play the Mets again. I don't know. But you're not going to see anything better stuff-wise than those two guys and the Braves hit multiple home runs in each of those games. I thought that was such a reminder about how they won in the postseason a year ago. Yeah, I think that's a really good point as well. Um, it's an interesting sentiment going around with baseball right now. Talking with people with the Mets and the Marlins and uh, via text with other people. There, there's a sentiment out there now that people feel like the Dodgers have not been pushed in months. They, they easily ran away with their division. That the Braves w- might match up better with them than seeing the Mets again. And my response to that was exactly what you're talking about. It, it doesn't matter who they're, they're facing, in my opinion. This team has got to hit home runs. Um, and, and the lineup depth is, is, gives you the best opportunity to do that. You know going in that you'll need really good stuff out of Dansby and Austin and Matt. That goes without saying. But what are you going to get from Ronald Acuna? What are you going to get from Michael Harris? What are you going to get from William Contreras? Those are the guys that you need to lengthen your lineup. And you think about last season, the guys who had the biggest runs in the postseason, Eddie Rosario. He was batting towards the bottom of the order. Uh, he comes up with a huge NLCS. He's the MVP of that series. Jorge Soler is the MVP of the World Series. So while you had good series out of some of your other big-time stars, it was the other guys, the guys deeper in the order, who came through and lengthened your order and made you so dangerous. That's what this team has got to get from the rest of their order. I think Michael Harris could be a huge part of the postseason. He struggled lately versus left-handed pitching, and of course other teams know that, and they're going to try to use as many lefties as they can against him. Um, I liked when Snit put him three in the order, but when you're facing a bunch of lefties, he's probably going to hit lower. So I think he's a great X-factor for the postseason, and, and knowing that William Contreras, 
can, can hit a bunch of home runs. He was a 20 home run guy this year. Uh, you need him to have a power surge as well. I think those guys will be huge for this ball club. No, I agree, and I'll add one more because there, there's an element to, to this team with the speed that can become an X factor. Ronald getting this time off, right? Ronald kept giving you little glimpses. Looked like he was going to get it going, and he was fine, but never the heater that we've seen Ronnie, you know, go on. And maybe the the recovery from the ACL ACL will not allow for that heater to come until 2023. But Ben, imagine. If you get that Ronald Acuna heater, five days rest, he gets going in the postseason. I mean, he can single-handedly carry you through a series to add with him, Harris, Dansby, to, to combine the power and speed. Like, that's a that's a X factor in the postseason to either take an extra base or steal a base that doesn't get talked about a ton. Any one of those guys can kill you in a, in a five-game or seven-game series, and that's what makes Ronald so dangerous. The, the place where Ronald has struggled here recently, he's had a really hard time catching up with fastballs. Yeah. The teams have been beating him with fastballs. If he can get his bat around, and I don't know if that's if, if that's a direct reflection of the knee and where it is. I'm not sure about the mechanics of all that. But if he can start getting around and speeding up his bat and hitting those fastballs, he'll take off. I mean, we know that he can do that in, in a drop of a dime. Um I, I know that just having him at the top of the order, even if he's scuffling, it gives other teams something to think about. It gives other teams something to plan around. And, and, and to be quite honest, Matt, if I'm another team, if I'm the Phillies or the Cardinals for this upcoming division series, it scares me that Ronald has been cold. I'm always a believer in uh, market correction. If, if things have been going bad for one team, I, I feel like, oh, no, they're, they're likely going to be coming around sooner rather than later. Uh, that, to me, that's why it's dangerous to face a guy who's struggling the way that he is, knowing that he's a really good player for his career, uh, chances are he's going to heat up pretty quickly. This would be the perfect time for Ronald to heat up. I know that, that he's been scuffling lately, and it's been a frustrating year for him because he wants to go at 100 miles an hour, and sometimes the knee won't let him. Uh, but I, I think that having him at the top of the order, just knowing what he could do, if he flips the switch and gets going, then he, he could single-handedly take down another team. So we took the plunge, yes, at the Chernoff house. The big renovations are going on. So it comes down to making the right choices when you want to do some of these renovation projects. And for us, when it came down to flooring and carpet, we wanted to work with a great local company that we know could get the job done. That's why we turned to Peachwood Floor Coverings. I got a chance to meet Ryan Cornell and the great folks from Peachwood. When I say meet them, we got in touch with Ryan. 48 hours later, they came out to our home to start setting up measurements and looking at potential options for flooring and carpeting choices, it was beautiful. I love the process. It was just that easy. And right now, the process can be that easy for you. If you go to peachwoodfloorcoverings.com, you can schedule a consultation. They'll come out to your home. And all this month, if you mention Matt, that's the promo code Matt, they're going to save you 10% on that flooring or carpet installation that you've always wanted. You want it easy, you want the process done quickly, and you want it to look beautiful. We're getting all that done with Peachwood Floor Coverings. Again, go online to peachwoodfloorcoverings.com, or you can call them at 678-935-6901. Peachwood Floor Coverings, big company quality, small company services. Hey, are you tired of shopping your car and home insurance every single year? Well, somebody's got to do it. But that somebody doesn't have to be you. At the Rose Group, we can get you up to 10 insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes. Visit us online today at rose-group.com. It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daly. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. 
This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near, and then baseball's around the corner, knock on wood, and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta, you're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. What you're going to find, a craft beer bar, self-serve taps, uh, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-sized screen with a front-row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salad, sandwiches, flatbreads, uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night. TheDailyDraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like Trivia Night, Kids Eat Free Night, and more. TheDailyDraft.net. Go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you. You'll love The Daily Draft. Ben, I thought the other part of the the Braves' three games against the Mets, we mentioned Dansby, Riley, and Matt Olson. Those three had been really kind of battling throughout the month of September and, and really even a little bit before that, Matt, in the, the, the worst way. I thought it was he, he won NL Player of the Week. I thought it was such a great sign that he was getting beat with fastballs too, especially up and away. And I think you saw sort of a, a self-correction to your point that he's too good to look the way he did for that long that a guy like uh, Austin and a guy like Matt in the middle of that order in the postseason, those could also be guys to put you on your back and carry you with a two- or three-home run series. Yeah, they absolutely could. I, I thought what Dansby and Matt did in the Mets series um, was phenomenal. I mean, those are the guys that you know have to, uh, to be there for you. And to see Matt turn it around when he did, it, it, it falls in line with, with some of the other things that we saw on the road trip going into the Mets series uh, when the team was in Philly and Washington. We saw Ozuna's bat heat up. We saw Arcea's bat heat up. We saw Contreras have a couple of big base hits. You've got to have Matt Olson. I mean, wh- whether you're batting him fourth or fifth, um, it, it doesn't matter. He's a huge power threat. Uh, he, he has got to be a guy that steps up and and with his stick can do what he did in that Mets series. He does that. This team is rolling. I have no doubt that Dansby is is ready for a big postseason. I mean, you think about where he is with the business side of things, uh, a free agent at the end of the season. I know, I know that the team and Dansby have had lots of conversations about a contract extension. Dansby knows this is his opportunity to cash in, and nobody steps up in the moment on this ball club, for my money, like Dansby does. Uh, clutch moments, late in game situations. This guy has been on another level, and to see him play that way and to see him uh, so focused and, and doing whatever he can to make this team win. I, I love that, and I think it's going to be a big postseason for him, and I hope that Matt can continue to do what he did in that Mets series because he was such a big part of what the Braves did in that victory in the, in the sweep over New York. Let me get your opinion on left field because it's been sort of a revolving door, right, of here comes Robbie Grossman for a minute and you know, Eddie's hot for a second and Marcel's giving you some signs of life if we assume, and, and you, it's not always the safest thing to assume in the postseason, but if we assume Contreras gets the lion's share of the DH role, how do you think Snit handles left field? I would imagine you, you, you would probably see um, a, a platoon of, of Robbie and and Eddie, I'm guessing. Um, if William is your DA, I mean, obviously you're not going to put Ozuna out there. He's All he's going to be is a DH, if anything else. So I'm imagining you put Michael Harris in center field, you put Ronald Acuna in right field, and you let Robbie or Eddie play in left. 
and just platoon versus lefties, righties, the hot hand. That's what Snit's been doing down the stretch. I mean, that's the whole reason that Arcee has been out there at second base over Vaughn Grissom. That's what he's been doing at DH between Ozuna and Contreras. Matchups and who's got the hot hand. I think he would do that. And also play the matchups as well. I mean, lefty or righty on the mound. You got a righty going, you're going to send Eddie up there. You got a lefty, it's going to be Robbie. Um, and that gives you a couple of good options because you know that both of those guys are going to be hitting towards the bottom of the order. If they get something going, then. And that's great. Uh, I think both those guys have the ability to heat up and, and do some good things and set the table for the top of your order. And that's what I'm looking for out of the bottom of the order. I want Ronald and Dansby uh, and, and Austin. I want them coming up to the plate with Robbie Grossman on base, Eddie Rosario on base, Orlando Arcia on base. Those guys at the bottom of the order have the ability to set the table and put those guys at the top in RBI situations. And it's the length of the order that makes this team so dangerous to me. And it's because of those guys at the bottom. So I think they'd be very comfortable with that role, um, playing those matchups with, with Eddie and Robbie, and I think you feel pretty good about them defensively out there. Ben, let's finish up with uh, you know the, the old talk about experience in the postseason matters, and I, and I guess it does. I won't neglect you know that point, but I, we saw a year ago, you know, a Braves team that had some postseason experience, but a lot of guys who really hadn't, and, and they kind of took off. So I, I, it's more anecdotal to me. I don't mind the experience. What I'm going to be fascinated by, and one postseason is not going to tell us the story. Do we see all four of these teams who have the bye into the divisional round because they gain so much of the advantage with their pitching and not having to kind of reset it and throw guys on three days? Like, do you think even after one year we're going to have an idea that that's such a grand advantage, or do you think the teams that are hot roll through this weekend might have a shot to pull an upset or two? I think we can see a little bit of both. I mean, I, you expect – you know, I think about these teams that have the uh, the bye, the Yankees, the Astros, the Braves, and the Dodgers. Somebody will be taken down. I just feel like that's how it goes. I, I have a hard time believing we're going to get chalk all the way through this thing to the championship series and then to the World Series. Uh, I think Cleveland is a really hot team. Uh, they, I think they could advance and take down somebody. We saw that Seattle team just a few weeks ago, and that team is really good. Um, I like the Mariners a lot. It wouldn't shock me if one of those two teams found a way through and got to the championship series. And on the National League side of things, we know how dangerous the Mets are. We know how, how good the Cardinals can be. The Cardinals have some weird October voodoo magic thing going on. I mean, you get them in the postseason, yeah. and they're just a different monster. And, and also think about the, the motivation that they have, Matt, with this being the, the final run for, for Albert for Wainwright, for Molina together uh, playing for the Cardinals. I think they have a lot to be motivated by. I think that makes them a dangerous ball club. And you get to this time of the year, everybody's dangerous. So somebody will get through. Somebody will find their way. Um, five days off is very beneficial. But I think there will be some teams that come out playing a little bit slow. And, and that's dangerous in a best three out of five series. Um, you, you'll be There will be four teams that have not seen – top velocity in five days on a fastball. They'll be climbing in there and trying to get their timing down. So it won't shock me if one or more of those teams is a little bit slow offensively, and that can be kind of scary at a best of five. But um, I love that you are rewarding division winners and the best two records in the league. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I like that you're furthermore rewarding the teams that have the better record in the wild card round and them getting to host all those games. It makes perfect sense. Uh, sure, the Phillies deserve to be in, but do they deserve home? Home games. Well, no, not with uh, being a third-place team in the division. I think it works out really good, and I really look forward to the conversations that we're having on the backside of this that we that once we see what it's like for these four teams to have five days off and the effect of that, that plays, and if 
we've made too much of it or not. So uh, you can you can really lose yourself in thinking too much about it. Uh, but at the same time, those teams will be at home. Those teams will be rested. I think rest does wonders. And once you get the adrenaline going and playing in front of your home crowd against a team that's probably down to their third or fourth best pitcher and they just use their bullpen for two or three days in a row, I think you'll see that advantage shine through. Yeah, I, I had Brayson, several Brayson ask, who do you want, Phillies, Cardinals? And again, as we record this before the wild card round, I said, I don't care. I want chaos. I want three games of yeah. those two teams playing three extra inning games, taxing the bullpen, running on fumes when they come in. That's what a Brave fan should just root for chaos over the weekend. Now, Ben, a year ago at this time, I said, why don't we plan to do this again before the World Series if the Braves go that far? So I'll say to you again, maybe we'll reconvene again before the Fall Classic if we're uh, talking about the Braves making a, a repeat appearance. I, I fully anticipate that being the case. Let's go for that. I'm kind of thinking that, that we're going to be settling in. If the Braves can get through the Phillies or Cardinals, I, I think you're going to see an NLCS that goes seven, and whoever gets through that is going to be pretty strong for the World Series. I look forward to talking to you about it, man. Uh, everybody remember, check out Ben and Joe, and they do such a great job on the Braves Radio Network. Ben, it's a pleasure. Thanks for the time, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. You got it, brother. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, so much for taking the time to listen to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. Thanks to our producer, Matt Lear, for his assistance with the program. He's the glue that keeps the operation running. We'll talk to you next week on Welcome to Atlanta. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com.